Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Welcome to Mind Love, episode 105. Today's episode is all about how to work with crystals in your everyday life. This all goes back to rewiring and reprogramming and hacking into our own energy system. I look at crystals as technology because if you look at what's fueling the communication on our planet, our computer chips is silicon, right? And that's quartz crystal. So everything is programmable and our cells are programmable. And when you work with a crystal and you program it, and then you are putting that on your body or working with it to reprogram yourself, and some of those are traumatic experiences that we want to let go of or limiting beliefs that we want to break through. And crystals help us to work through this. And it also is a way to help reprogram yourself from a cellular level. At least I believe that. Turn up your frequency with Mind Love. Bite-sized brain hacks for seekers, dreamers, and doers. It's time to give your mind a little love with your host, Melissa Monti. Hi, friends and wild people. First off, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please hit the subscribe button. More subscribers means even better guests and tons more value. Plus, it helps me grow the show so more people can find it. And if you ask me, everyone could use a little more mind love. Hello, wild minds. Okay, I'll admit it. The first time I heard about crystal healing or working with crystals, half of me was grappling with my own bullshit meter. And the other half was super excited for a reason to splurge on shiny, pretty things, which is pretty typical. (laughs) But I'll tell you what, the more I learned about them, the more the concept makes sense. So everything is made of energy and crystals have an especially intense energy field. And they also have the ability to store information. And I'm not even talking about in a woo-woo kind of way. Seriously, hard drives and flash drives are powered by quartz crystals. Isn't that amazing? I was doing some research for this episode, and apparently researchers at Southampton University created a quartz hard drive that can last 14 billion years and store 360 terabytes. That's insane. So you get it, right? Crystals are powerful, and somehow they manage to be super woo-woo and the least woo-woo things ever. (laughs) I really love crystals, but I haven't really learned a ton about them. I wear a citrine around my neck, and I keep a quartz by my mirror and a rose quartz in my purse, but I haven't really integrated them into my life enough to really take notice of their power. And if you asked me about most of them, I couldn't tell you what they do. It just seems like a lot to learn and I've got enough on my plate, but I'm hoping to change all of that today and start being more intentional with crystals. And our guest today has made it super simple. We are talking to Heather Askinosi, a leading influencer in the power of crystals, feng shui, and holistic healing. She's also the co-founder of Energy Muse, which is a provider of handmade crystal jewelry. And today we will learn how crystals really work, 
how to program crystals for maximum benefit, and a bunch of specific ways to integrate them into your daily life. And as a bonus, we're going to go through some specific crystals to get you through the holidays, including protecting your energy, releasing stress, connecting with your family, and even eliminating your holiday debt. Real quick, have you signed up for the morning mind love yet? Sometimes waking up on the right side of the bed can be a little difficult. The Morning Mind Love delivers short messages to your inbox with a thought or a tip to start each day on a positive note. I get messages from people every single day about how the Morning Mind Love is their favorite way to start the day, or that the message that came through is exactly what they needed to hear. Just visit mindlove.com and sign up right there on the homepage. Plus, you'll get some amazing free gifts when you do. You'll get a free guided binaural affirmation meditation designed to rewire your brain to your highest self. And you'll get one of my favorite tools, a really cool booklet of Powerless to help you gain clarity and live with intention. And it's all completely free. Just go to mindlove.com to sign up. Or if you're out and about, just text the word morning to 33777. That's morning to 33777. And now let's welcome Heather Askinosi to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. So I'm curious, what originally got you interested in the world of crystal healing? What originally got me interested was stumbling upon a store 30 years ago and seeing this sparkly purple something from across the room. And I got closer and the store owner said, pick it up. That's an amethyst. And I said, an amethyst, what's that? And she said, it's a crystal and it came, comes from Brazil. And I picked up that crystal and my first love affair started because it was sparkly and pretty and I really liked what it looked like. And that's how I began my crystal journey. And what I found is I had an attraction to crystals because one of the things it was is that I liked that they came from different parts of the world and I couldn't travel and I wasn't traveling as much as I am now. So I felt as if I could visit other places and have a piece of the energy of that location through the crystal or the minerals that I held in my hand. Oh, that's a really cool way to look at it. I've never really thought of it that way. So as you evolved your relationship with crystals, what was the first step of that? Like, did you start to feel something or was it still just the fascination with the beauty in the beginning? Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't grow up with having crystals and all this around me. So I really didn't know anything about it. And when I very first started my journey, it wasn't something that, and I, there are some people that they're around a crystal and they feel this energy frequency and it's just bam. I personally didn't have that. And it might be because I'm more of a researcher and I think I'm often in my head a lot. And so for me, I wanted to know about the crystal, where it came from, what were the mineral components of it? And then I learned that it had energy and I didn't really understand that. How could this rock have energy and how could I feel it? And so what I learned was have it in your space. First of all, just look at it. And for me, it began because it made me happy. Whenever I looked at it, I smiled. And for me at that time, that was great. That was an opening of a door, opening up of a world that I was not accustomed to. 
And then every now and then I would hold it. And sometimes before I would go to bed, I would hold it. And I started a relationship with this amethyst crystal that only if you are in this world and start holding them and touching them and having around, does that maybe make sense? But I became just detached. I like to have it around me. And when I held it, I felt good. I felt grounded. I'm very much in my head. It's easy for me to get been out sometimes. And I think that that's probably why I have always been attracted to the energy of the earth because it was a very grounding force for me. And for me on an intellectual basis, I was able to understand the invisible world of energy through this world of crystals. So we know that crystals have energy. And just by the nature of this podcast, I know a lot of people at least have some sort of idea of other people that work with crystals, maybe they do mm -hmm. themselves. But everything does have an energy frequency. So why yes. do crystals in particular work? Like what is so powerful about that type of frequency that's held in a crystal? Okay. Well, the way I look at it, and you know, there's so many different ways you could look at it, but I look at it as Mother Earth has offered up one of her precious treasures, a tool for us humans to tap into because not all of us have the ability to, and I'm including myself in the story. When I very first started learning how to meditate, I needed the help of having something in my hands to help me feel grounded. And I believe that there is a wisdom in the energy of the earth that has the ability to teach us about patience, to teach us about going within, to teach us about slowing down. And that's a powerful energy. And sometimes in this fast paced world, we don't all always have the time to go out and walk in nature or do some of these things that mother nature is healing that when we pick up a crystal and we lay it on our bodies or we hold it in our hands, there's a calmness and there's a rootedness that helps us to reconnect with ourselves. And that's how I feel that the energy of crystals help humans. And everybody's different. Some people need to ground. Some people are very grounded and they need to open up and expand. Different crystals and based on different people and what they're attracted to and how they feel will affect us differently. But I definitely believe that crystals are here to help us remember how to feel and how to connect. And this is a tool that we have to do that with. It's so interesting you say that because that was my very first thought after my first plant medicine experience. I was still kind of in that mindset coming out of it a little bit. So I was making these what I thought were logical thoughts, but still so connected to what I saw as this other realm. And I remember just saying to my husband, well, of course, these gifts were put here by Mother Earth to remind us where we truly came from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it felt so real to me. And it just makes me think, you know, we all should have taken video games way more seriously. Uh, I mean, really, uh, I for one would have been way better at treasure hunting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I do think that there are treasures. And I definitely believe that we are 
taking them from the earth and working with them. And so I look at it as a human responsibility, at least the ones that are on the planet right now that want to up-level their consciousness and expand and evolve and grow, is as we heal and as we realign and reconnect with ourselves, then we are able to be of better service, not only to everybody else in our lives, but also to the earth because we are more aware. So what are some myths about crystals that you've heard in the crystal world? And, and can we demystify some of those? Yeah, I think the number one thing is, is that sometimes people will get a crystal and they'll say, well, I've had this crystal and it's not working or my life hasn't changed. And the bottom line is the crystal, in my opinion, is a tool it is a tool to help us grow, shift, and evolve. It's a tool like green juice or um, yoga or meditation or all these amazing things that we can tap into. But we have to do the work. The crystal, it could hold the space for what we want to create, and it could be a tool on our journey. But we have to take ownership, and we have to do the work individually. So I think that's a big shift of empowerment, hopefully, for people is is that they're going on a journey, but really the journey is within. So it sounds like it's more of a supportive energy rather than the driving force. In my opinion, yes. In my opinion. I think it's some, it's a tool. I really do look as, as crystals and the energy of the earth as a tool for human beings to work with to help them reconnect to themselves. I have always been someone who's prioritized wellness. Well, at least what I understood about it at the time, which has definitely evolved. But now I live in a town where some of my conveniences just aren't as accessible as when I lived in L.A., then I found Aloe Moves and my whole experience changed. I've been an avid yogi for 16 years, but frankly, I am just underwhelmed by most online yoga. Their flows are either too easy or not varied enough. Well, Aloe Moves has everything. Of course, they have an endless selection of beginner content since that is the category most people fall into, but they even have advanced and yoga teacher focused content. They are the only online platform that I can find that I can narrow down the time that I'm looking for precisely. Like, I have 38 minutes today. What you got? <laughs> they have something for every mood. Trying to get a good sweat? Try their award-winning workouts like sweat-inducing yoga flows, hit classes, or reformer Pilates workouts with or without weights. Or find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and even journaling for those quiet moments. And when it comes to sleep, it's just as important as fitness and nutrition. Ever since I watched The Art of Sleep on Allo Moves, I've been falling asleep faster and staying asleep longer. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Allo Moves. Go to allomoves.com now and use code MINDLOVE for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com code MINDLOVE. allomoves.com code MINDLOVE. If there's one topic that keeps coming up in my women's circles, it's our hormones. Frankly, I think that between years of birth control or beauty products that mess with endocrine function, a lot of us are just out of whack. EstroControl is a formula developed by Happy Mammoth, a supplement company dedicated to making women's lives easier. 
It has science-backed herbal extracts that help support hormonal health, especially in women who suffer from PMS. The way EstroControl eases PMS is pretty interesting. The ingredients support the liver, and that's where our hormones get processed, especially estrogen. So when the estrogen isn't processed well in the liver, women may start having PMS, spots on the skin, they get cravings, they feel low all of a sudden. EstroControl was created to help women feel like themselves all throughout the month because PMS can basically rob us of a week of our lives every month. Totally not fair. EstroControl is made specifically for women who are premenopausal, so it's perfect for women that haven't entered menopause yet. And in fact, it's amazing for perimenopause when hormones start to fluctuate and PMS can turn into a beast. I have been relearning myself postpartum. I just started my period again when my baby was 10 months and I forgot how wild these hormone changes can be. I wanted something to just maintain optimal hormone levels and help with mild mood swings, and EstroControl is perfect for this. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com with promo code MINDLOVE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use promo code MINDLOVE for 15% off your first order. So I'm curious because a lot of the people that I know that are very active with crystals, they integrate them into their life. They also place a significance on numbers in general. Do those things go hand in hand? Well, I, okay. So like, I'm into plants. I love plants. And I've noticed that plants, when I put certain plants together, plants like to be together. It's They grow together better. They like to be in their little communities. I also have found with my crystals and with crystals that crystals usually like to be together too. And yes, a lot of people are into numerology and the significance of numbers. And all of this is it has to do with intention and what we want to create and how we want to move beyond our limitations. So absolutely using numbers for, you know, two, if you want to have stronger partnerships with your partner in the bedroom. Two is a great number. Amethyst and rose quartz, I love to put together as a couple in the bedroom. Some people, when they're manifesting prosperity, will often work with eight crystals or groups of eight or the number four for stability. So absolutely, in integrating all of this stuff is layers and trusting your intuition and playing around and see what fits and what doesn't fit and working through your own formulas as to what's going to create the magic and empowerment for you personally. Yes. It makes sense. It's like the sacred geometry and also the chemical compositions. It all goes back to these things that we learned in school, but we never really understood why it was so applicable. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Well, speaking of in the bedroom, does size matter, but size of crystal? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know what? It, I think it's an interesting thing because that's a great question that we get asked a lot. And size matters depending upon the individual and how you want to use them. So, for example, some people like to have certain size of crystals in their bedroom for a visual aspect. And yet, if they're too big they won't lay on their body or in their hands. So it's really on how you want to work with your crystals. So some people like to hold on to selenite 
before they go to bed because selenite has this energy of light and healing and it helps people with, with insomnia. So that's one of these minerals that either you would kind of want to have not as large, so you could place them in your hands or you could place them on your body. But if some people want to put columns of selenite in their corners of the room to seal off their room and their bedroom, then they would use larger pieces. So it really, I think a good guide is how do you want to use the crystal? Do you want to carry it as a touchstone? Do you want to be able to put it on the palm of your hand? Do you want a size that you could lay on your body? Or do you want something that's more of a decor piece? So it really goes to these different layers. But once again, it goes to how you want to work with the crystal on, in regards to size. I've always been so curious about how to work with crystals because it's, I mean, it's very much in my field of influence. I have crystals, but I haven't really taken the time because there just seems to be so much to learn. So I'm really excited to get some clarity on some of this stuff. So when we're working with a crystal, there's a few phrases or actions that I've heard of people talking about that I've always mm -hmm. sort of wondered why. And the first one is, Talking about cleansing your crystals. Why is it important to cleanse your crystals? Like say you bought some off Amazon or <laughs> bought some from your right. shop or whatever, and it's gone through some shipping process. Does it affect the energy? Well, if you think of a crystal when it's mined out of a cave, it the miners touched it. Then the miner gives it to somebody else who sells it to somebody else. And it could change 20, 30 hands, sometimes 50 hands before you actually ever get it. So I look at it as if you're buying a new piece of furniture and a glass piece of furniture and you get it home, a glass table, you're going to clean off the glass with a glass cleaner. So when you buy crystals from us, all the crystals that come through our company, our warehouse, we pipe in music eight hours every single night, high frequency mantras, megahertz musics. And every night before we leave, Copal, incense blend goes through our whole warehouse to cleanse and purify. So that's happening constantly. But for people that are getting a crystal, I highly suggest cleansing it because you want to make sure that everybody else's energy is off of it before you set your intention and you program it because you want to program it clean. And that's why it's so important because you really don't know who's touched it or where it's gone. And that way you then begin your own relationship with the crystal. You get it, you cleanse it, you hold it, you program it, and now it's ready to work. So a lot of people, I, I think that I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people are like, how do I even start? Well, you want to start with cleansing your crystal first. And then the next thing you want to do is hold it or touch it, and you want to program. You always want to give your crystal a job so that the crystal holds the energy of your intention when you might forget to hold it for yourself. That was a beautiful segue into the next question about programming a crystal. What I find so fascinating is that crystals are actually used in technology and microchips, oh, yeah. and they can store information for like, I don't even think I'm exaggerating when it I think they can store information for like 5 million years or something yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So I look at crystals as technology because if you look at what's fueling the communication on our planet, one of the main components of our computer chips is silicon, right? And that's quartz crystal. 
So everything is programmable and our cells are programmable. And when you work with a crystal and you program it, and then you are putting that on your body or working with it to reprogram yourself, which usually we humans have a lot of stuff that we come into the planet Earth to learn life lessons. And some of those are traumatic experiences that we want to let go of or limiting beliefs that we want to break through. And crystals help us to work through this as another modality. And it also is a way to help reprogram yourself from a cellular level. At least I believe that. So I was flipping through some of the rituals and things in your books, and I've noticed that most of the techniques that you have people go through have both an intention and an action. So why is it so important to pair those two things together when you're working with crystals? Because in life, and once again, this all goes back to rewiring and reprogramming and hacking into our own energy system. We have to know what we want to create, manifest, let go of before we can move forward. So we have to stop long enough to know where we want to go, and then we need to take action on it. And so in Crystal Muse, that was a very heavy ritual book. That that was basically 25 years of secrets that I had learned from kahunas, medicine people, a lot of the training that I received that was based verbally. In Crystal 365 that's coming out in November, basically what I did is take took one crystal, gave people one mantra or one affirmation, and have them do one action that will take three minutes and less to create a result if you stay with it consistently, because that is a formula that works. Consistently Know, say what you want, and then take action. It's really that simple. The thing that happens with us often is that we fail on the part of being consistent and we give up before the breakthrough or things start manifesting at a fast rate. Isn't that the truth with almost anything? (laughs) Yeah, it's really simple. The hard part is being consistent, right? That's really the magic formula, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And and it also seemed to make sense that working with the moon cycles and things like that, because basically you're just trying to get into alignment with as much of the Earth's natural energy as possible. Is that right? Yeah. And with the Earth's magnetic pull, right? I mean, that's why always the fishermen and they looked at the tides and, you know, when did they fish and when did they not fish and the farmers, everybody looked through the tides I think it's got a bad rap through the years as being something different than it is. This is, let's not make it more complicated than it is. It's yes, you align with the moon and the tide and you align with the energy of the earth and you get grounded and you get connected and then you feel better. And that makes life so much better when you're clear headed and you feel good and you feel connected into your own body, mind and spirit how you portray yourself and how you live your life. It's just night and day. So for someone new to crystals, where's a good place to start? They don't have all this memorized. They might have the budget for just a crystal or two. What's a good crystal that is, I mean, a generally a good beginner starter set? 
Okay. My favorite, and it's hard to say favorites because I love so many of them, but if you are looking to invest in one crystal right now, I would say selenite. And selenite is this white crystal and it looks almost, it's a magical, it looks like white light in a crystal. And the reason I love selenite for every human being on the, if you're going to get into crystals, please, 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 please get one of these because it helps to clear energy. And I don't know if you've had a bad day or things have happened or if you have kids or you've had a bad day at work or just, you know, life, you get derailed. Laying a piece of selenite over your chest for 11 minutes and just laying down on the bed or the couch and just laying there. After 11 minutes, you feel different. And I really ask that people try that. It's miraculous that you will take this crystal off your chest and you will feel lighter. And it has this amazing frequency of infusing light into our auric field, but it just helps to take the seriousness out of how heavy life can make us feel sometimes. So that would definitely be one of them that I would highly suggest for people that are working with wanting to manifest more money. Pyrite is an amazing crystal to help with manifesting wealth. And that's something that you could have in your pocket or you could carry a little piece in your purse with your change. And every time you open up your change and you see the pyrite, remember what your goals and intentions are. That's a fantastic wealth bringing mineral. And then for love, if you're a woman, I love to wear a piece of programmed rose quartz in my bra. It is a great stone for self-love, self-worth, and reminding women to do self-care. So is rose quartz specific for women? I always hear people specify for a woman, rose quartz, but men need self-love just as much as we do, right? 100%. What I found with men, and granted, rose quartz is great for any human, so regardless, But I have found, and also women too on the next stone, so it's not just for men, but malachite is this green stone that men seem to really resonate with over the pink. I've just seen that through the years, although there are some men that really are attracted to the rose quartz. But for the men that want to really focus on self-love, breaking through any, you know, needing to self for some forgiveness or letting go or breaking through their own wounds and whatnot, malachite seems to be a stone that a lot of men gravitate towards as another love stone. Awesome. So I have a few things for the home that I'd love to go through. And then I want to move into, since this will be airing just around the holidays, some different things that can maybe help us through the stresses of the holiday season. So first, say we were... We wanted one stone in our bedroom, one that we could see or that was just there where we lay our head at night, where we sleep, where we get ready. What's a good stone to keep in our bedroom? Okay. So I'm going to sound like a broken record, but what I've noticed, and I'll just share this this story with you, is if you have any people listening right now that are crystal lovers, and sometimes crystal lovers, myself included, have had maybe too many crystals in my bedroom. And what I found is, is that it was so active that I couldn't sleep at night. 
And so what happened was I took all the crystals out of my room and I brought in selenite that one crystal I spoke about earlier. And I put it under my bed, I put it on my windowsill, and I put it on my nightstand. Little pieces of it, some of them were bigger. And I found that I slept amazing, and it made such a shift. But then I did want to add a couple more crystals to the bedroom. So I'm going to give you a couple more recommendations. But the main point of the conversation with the bedroom, because so many people are having sleep issues, at least from what we get emailed at Energy Muse on a daily basis, is how can I get better sleep? The next thing I would say is if you want to add crystals to the bedroom, do it slowly and see if it um, activates your sleep or not. But rose quartz and amethyst are amazing stones, as well as selenite for the bedroom, because they're softer energies. They're not as active. And I kind of feel like crystals interact with each other. They exchange energy. It's almost as if they're talking to one another. And sometimes crystals, the energy can get so active, it can impede with a restful night's sleep. So those are the three that I suggest. However, if you are listening and you have crystals that you have in your bedroom that you love and it's great for you, always trust yourself number one, and, and trust what works for you in the bedroom. Those are just my suggestions. And now for another episode of lies we've been told about our health. We've all heard we need eight glasses of water a day, right? Well, hydration isn't actually about water intake. It's about the balance of water and electrolytes so that our bodies are actually absorbing the water instead of just passing it through. A lot of people go for those sugary sports drinks, but let's be real, those do more harm than good. I've found a better solution. Element. It's a zero-sugar electrolyte drink that's all about effective hydration. Each pack gives you essential electrolytes like sodium and potassium without the unnecessary additives found in other drinks. The team behind Element includes experts in biochemistry and nutrition, so they really know what they're doing. And it's not just for everyday use either. Elite athletes and teams... Olympic weightlifters, CrossFit champions, Navy SEALs all rely on it too, which to me says a lot about its effectiveness. Here's what makes them really unique. They recently launched a hot chocolate line with flavors like chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. Ever since I went alcohol-free, I've been really intentional about luxurious, health-focused drinks so I can sit back and unwind while actually doing good for my body. And the Element Chocolate Chai is great for relaxing in the evening or warming up after winter sports. And you can try Element totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you'll get your money back. No questions asked. Receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through drinkelement.com slash mindlove. That's drinklmnt.com slash mindlove to get a free starter pack with any order. Americans spend an average of 90% of their time indoors and take about 20,000 breaths a day. And get this, the indoor air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air, and in some cases up to 100 times more polluted, according to the EPA. And did you know that air pollution is responsible for nearly 7 million premature deaths globally? So what's the solution? Two words, living intentionally. We have to take full responsibility for every area of our lives, including our health, which also includes our air. And that's why I love my air doctor. As a reminder, when you support my sponsors, you also support the show. 
Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants, so your lungs don't have to. This includes pollutants like allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, spores, and even bacteria and viruses. I live in the mountains, and our air is pretty great. When I drive home, I can witness myself rising above the cloud of pollution that covers the rest of Southern California. But I know that even in the mountains, my home traps in the contaminants that my family brings inside. Plus, just sleeping one night with my air doctor, I could actually feel the difference. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe-easy money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. So head to Air Doctor Pro and use promo code MIND, and depending on the model, you'll get up to $300 off. You're saving up to $300. Lock this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code MIND. That's promo code M-I-N-D. So I've heard of people using crystals to spice up their sex life. How does that work? They're not like masturbating with them or anything, are they? Well, you know, there are some people that are using yoni eggs for pleasure for women. And if you are using a yoni egg, you know, always do your research and and look at the jade ones, but always do research with any of this stuff. Do you always do your own research? I definitely know that there are people that want to enhance their own mojo and get their own personal energy going. So stones to wear or even lay on the lower region of your body. Garnet is a great passionate stone. Also sunstone is another very engaging, gets the energy moving. And what people often do, women will lay on their bed and they will put crystals maybe after they get out of the shower on the lower part of their body and just let the crystals infuse. And they'll have an energy of, I want to have, you know, get my mojo. I want to get my sensuality. I want to invoke this energy. I want to get the energy moving in this region of my body and so that's often, well, at least it's one way that you can work with the crystals. As I said before, if it's not too active, you can put them next to your nightstand. In Crystal 365, we have a whole protocol on how to use crystals in the bedroom and a mantra and a three-minute activation ritual for just that. Man, my first thought was, okay, I got to get a garnet. I'm bringing it to the bedroom. I'm going to put it on my lower half. And then I thought, that is my mother's birthstone. I'm not sure I can connect those two <laughs> Well, and also sunstone is an amazing one as well. But once again, I think what's great about what you're saying is, is that you're bringing that to your awareness of what you want to have more of. And now you're giving it energy. And now you're going to use crystals that are energy to move because sometimes we don't have mojo because we're stuck or we're blocked and we need to unlock and expand and break through in that energy frequency. And then we open up to new experiences. So what about the office? Say we want a stone that helps us to focus or break through our mental blocks. Okay. So quartz crystal is amazing because it does give clarity. What I love about crystals is they often will tell you what they do. So if you don't know anything about crystals, you can look at most crystals and get a good sense of the energy behind them. When you look at a quartz crystal, it's clear. Yes, it brings clarity of mind. When you look at a rose quartz, it's pink, it's soft. It feels and looks like love. So 
that's a really good gauge if you are new to crystals. Trust yourself. Take a look at it. Hold it. Pick it up and see how it feels. But my favorites for clarity are quartz crystal. I love working with lapis lazuli. I feel like that is a wisdom keeper and it helps you tap into your inner wisdom, which brings more focus and clarity as well. So we are moving into the holiday season, and I know that there's just a lot of energy going around in general. So what are some of the best crystals? First, let's go with dealing with stress, since I know a lot of people are going to be stressed out this holiday season. Right. Well, number one thing, and I highly suggest if you haven't, and this isn't so much crystal, but smudging and saging your house. Because that when we come home every day and we're stressed, if we don't cleanse or purify our space, that builds up over time. So even if we leave our house and have a great day and everything's great, the minute we get home because we haven't cleansed our space, we get back stressed again because that's what our environment's holding. So we have to remember that our environment's really, really important. So in Crystal Muse on page 32, I share a prayer from a Native American man who's let us reprint it. And it's a very powerful prayer that you say in your house, regardless of what religion, it's Native American, just the smudge of the sage and saying this out loud helps to clear the energy in your house. But what I have found is another technique you can try is recently I've been getting black tourmaline. I'll get larger mason jars and I will fill it up with sea salt And I will put a large sea salt and water and black tourmaline jar in the rooms that have more people occupy and even in my bedroom. And I'll change the water every two or three days. And I notice that the room starts feeling better after time. And it's almost as if the salt, the water, and the black tourmaline are sucking up all the negativity in the room. So once again, with these techniques, please try them. If it doesn't work for you, you never have to do it again, but it's a really minimal cost to do this and it reaps really good rewards. I had, my daughter got sick the other day and I did this in a room and I feel like it helped to absorb the illness energy in her space, in her bedroom. Oh, that's so interesting. I recently surveyed this audience and asked what their biggest struggle was when it came to their mindset. And so many people wrote back that they struggle with being affected by other people's energies. So would black tourmaline be the stone to go for if you're trying to protect your own energy? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because there's times that you've been, you walk into a room of somebody that had disagreement in the room, you walk in and you're like, Hey, and you could tell that they stopped talking and the room feels really heavy and the energy seems dark. And then all of a sudden your mood kind of goes down a bit. So we are affected. And what happens is that it reminds us to put our own energetic shields around ourselves because it's hard enough on most days for us just to deal with our own stuff. But then when we are, if we're empaths or we feel everybody, then we then are taking on other people's stuff. And then we don't even know if it's our stuff or somebody else's. And so I look at black tourmaline as a bodyguard, an energetic bodyguard that when we wear it or we have it in our pocket gives us an extra shield of protection, hundred percent. 
that'll be so helpful for all these family gatherings, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas. Oh, yeah. It's, I always leave a family gathering, even when the whole family's upbeat and I leave and I am such an empath that I leave the room and I'm like, I am feeling 19 different things all at once right now. Well, yeah. And that's when we want to cut the cords and we want to, black kyanite's a great stone to help cut the cords. And it's not that we're cutting the cords with our family. I cut the cords with my husband and my kids and all that all the time. What I'll do is I'll cut the cords and I'll send that cord to either the earth or a tree or a church or whatever's nearby. And I'll plug that energy into a high frequency so that it's not plugged into me and my energy is not plugged into them. And I look at it as energetic cleanup so that everybody is vibrating at their maximum potential. But I could do that every single day at the end of the day. And if you are an empath, I highly suggest you try doing that because it's night and day on how you'll feel. Oh, that's such a good tip. Yeah, I've been practicing a bunch of different visualizations because it was only a while ago that I realized that I really am an empath. Like I came across the articles and I always called myself an empath, but then I started reading books on it. <laughs> and I'm like, mm -hmm. every single one of these things is so me and it explains so many of my quirks. So it's been really, really helpful. Well, what if it's the opposite? And we want to really make the most of that family dinner time and connect with the people around us in a deeper way. Is there a stone that helps that? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I have family gatherings, I will decorate my table and they always have crystals on them. Sodalite is an amazing crystal for communication. Golden healer is another stone that you could, I like to put crystals underneath tables because it helps the energy of everyone get really grounded and rooted. So I will use it as decor and you could even do little tumbled stones. So if you don't want to make it obvious, but Sodalite Smoky quartz underneath the table, golden healer in your pocket. It helps you be responsive, not reactive with your communication. But when people come around a table and there's some energy, grounding energy of Mother Earth, there's so much nourishing and centered conversation. You'll see and feel how people come to the table. It's just different. Highly suggest trying it. Okay, so say the holidays have passed and we're feeling the debt from our holiday spending. <laughs> is there mm -hmm. a crystal that helps us eliminate debt? I like iolite. Iolite is a great stone for helping to eliminate debt. And as I mentioned before in Crystal 365, the book coming out in November, iolite is the stone that is associated with eliminating debt. And once again, how do we eliminate debt? Well, we have to look at our debt and we have to say, okay, what's our next plan of getting out of this mess? And how are we going to cut back here? And what are we going to do here? And are we going to keep our credit card hidden from us for the next, you know, some odd day, only on expenses that are must, must, must do we have and anything else we don't use it for? Giving some practical advice. Iolite is an amazing getting out of debt stone. Have it on you, wear it, use it as your touchstone and your talisman. Yes, we still have to do the action. The stone is just oh, kind yeah. of the life vest as we actually have to swim down the river. A hundred percent. And once again, we're taking back our own power. We're taking ownership. We're taking responsibility. We're not handing it over to something else, a crystal. We are saying this is something that I'm going to use to keep me on track as an energy source, but... 
you have it within you and to stay consistent with your goals. And once again, take action. So once we reach January, that's when most of our goals kick in. We're thinking of our New Year's resolutions and 80-something percent are dropping off. What are some crystals that help with those goals of really making shifts to transform your life? It depends on what you want to shift. There are some people that they might be procrastinators and they want to take action. So you're going to look towards the carnelians, the red jaspers, these stones that have fire colors that are going to help ignite your energy, right? That's what you're going to want to have around you. There's other people that are already very active and they have no problem taking action, but they need to be consistent and they need to stay grounded and have more patience and just have due diligence. And that's when you're going to be wanting to use more of your grounding stones, which are your hematites, your agates, some of your tourmalines, your black tourmalines once again. And then there's people that are They take action, they feel grounded, but they want to be more inspired. What's their passion? What's that next evolution? That's when you do more of the upper stones, which are your amethysts, your clear quartz, your labradorites. So at the beginning of the year, it's really asking yourself, what part of you do you want to shift in your life? And then using those crystals accordingly. I really am a big believer that A lot of times, less is more. Pick one crystal, take one purpose, and work with it for 40 days and see what happens. And it's not always that you have to have 20 million different things going on. Just focus on one thing, one crystal, one purpose, one action, one mantra, and be consistent with 40 days, and you'll see your life change. I love that because it can be especially with spending in general. It's like sometimes I get into something and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start with that first one that she said, the selenite. And then I go down the rabbit hole and like must order all the crystals. But it's also a really good practice in that it sounds like the most effective way to work with all of these things is to first get clarity with yourself. And that's usually the first step for any life change. And so working hand in hand with these behaviors and habits that we are already trying to transform within ourselves just sounds like a really good reason to do what we already knew that we should do. (laughs) A hundred percent. And what's interesting is you can create that same change with one crystal. And for me, because I have access, obviously, with so many because I'm in the crystal business, but I did that for a period of time. I promised myself I would only work with one crystal because I wanted to make sure that I didn't get distracted, I stayed on point with the goal, and that I was consistent. And That one practice taught me so much more than had I been working at that point in time with a whole bunch of different crystals. But once again, for some people, they might need the diversity and they might want the change. So to your point, focus in on what your goals are and then adjust accordingly. So the last question I want to ask about the specific crystals is, say we want to give somebody a gift. We don't necessarily know what they're working on in their life, but we think that a crystal would be a good gift. What would you recommend giving? Because I've actually come up on this question a couple of times. I keep Mm -hmm. giving people rose quartzes, but I don't know. Is there one that's a better all-around first gift for somebody? That's hard because everybody's so different. And I think that When you're giving a gift for someone, 
obviously it's your intention and it's what you see as what could be of service and help to somebody else. In general, most people, there's some stones that seem to have a soft spot in most people's hearts. I know tiger's eye seems to be one that a lot of people resonate with. It has a lot of different meanings and it has this dimensionality to it that's very interesting. Clear quartz always seems to be one. Amethyst is one of these very interesting ones that always are is a top one. But I always learned that turquoise, turquoise has this energy that when you give it as a gift and you give it with intention, it magnifies its energy by a hundred. So I always like to give a little piece of turquoise when I can. Oh, I love that. And it goes well with men and women. So that's such a yeah. good one. It's blessings. Yes. Well, thank you so much for finally providing some clarity around this topic that just keeps being this big thing on my to-do list. So for listeners who are resonating with you and maybe want to get some crystals, where is the best place for them to connect with you online? Online, our website is energymuse.com. We have a blog that I hope that any question that you have about crystals, we have the answers for and can take any confusion out of the way. We are on Instagram and all the social media. I'm also on Instagram, Heather underscore Askinosi for kind of behind the scenes in my life as to what goes on with the crystal world. But really at Energy Muse, our number one goal is to educate and help answer questions so that there's no confusion and taking this, the stigma off crystals and making it very easy and simple for people to interact with the stones. All of the links in this episode will be at mindlove.com slash 105. I'll also link to Energy Muse and Heather's books that she talked about, which are so informative and just really easy to read. I wanted to time this episode so that it would be perfect for gift ideas. If you have friends that you're trying to level up your consciousness with, crystals can be such a great support system along with what you're already doing. It's basically just ensuring that the energy around you is in line with your intention and your mission in life. I've talked a lot about the difference between swimming up the stream that so many of us tend to do with life. We just go the hard route and make everything harder on ourselves. But there is a way to find alignment and just float down the stream. Use the natural resources that the universe provides to help propel us along our natural path. So I, for one, am going to get a selenite. That one sounds like exactly what I need in my life. And so if you do get any crystals, add any crystals to your collection, or you already have some that you're working with, share it on Instagram and tag me at mindlovemelissa and at mindlovepodcast. And I want to share what you guys are doing so that you guys can learn from each other. I'm hoping to find little ways to connect you guys more because I know for me, The hardest part of my own growth for the longest time was when I felt like I was the only person in my life doing it. Everyone around me was worried about partying or school or business in their own way, but they weren't coming at it with the same type of intention and consciousness that I really wanted. And it wasn't until I started really connecting with those like-minded people that things around me started to change so much faster. So I know I live in a bubble in Santa Monica and it's pretty easy to find here, but some places out there, whether you're in the United States or in another country, it's not always easy to find those like-minded people. So in those cases, 
groups online are so powerful. Some of my favorite connections have actually happened through Facebook groups and on Instagram and your rituals and your morning routines and tag me and I'll share it with the rest of you so you can see who each other is. And also it's the holiday season. I know how stressful it can be. I know how many family members were around that we're not used to being around and it's so easy to absorb that energy. So remember to take time for yourself. Slow down. You are not required to be as busy as you think you are. So remember to check in with yourself each and every day and ask yourself what you need. If that's some alone time, if that's an Epsom salt bath, if that's meditating in the park, or if it's just sitting in your car and eating french fries, (laughs) whatever it is that you need, do that. Listen to your body. Listen to your heart. Because if you do, you'll be able to show up more and be more present for those around you. But to be honest, it's not about those around you. It is also perfectly okay to just be worried about yourself. It's the best thing we can do in this life. We're only really truly responsible for ourselves and our own energy, so make sure that you're keeping up with it. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and tag Mind Love Melissa and Mind Love Podcast, and also Heather Askinosi. I know that's kind of difficult to spell, so I will link to her Instagram in the show notes as well. She is full of information about crystals, so it's also a great way to continue to learn about all this stuff. And lastly, in the spirit of the giving season, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review on iTunes. It's one of the best ways that helps the show grow. And the more I grow, the better guests that I can bring on to give value to you guys. So thanks for giving your mind a little love today, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into your higher frequency with Mind Love. Head to mindlove.com for a free gift to keep your vibes up until next week.